This is Toledo Symphony Lab, a behind-the-scenes look at the world of classical music from WGTE Public Media and your Toledo Symphony. I'm Brad Cresswell. Joining me today are the Toledo Symphony's principal second violin and artistic administrator, Merwin Sue, the TSO's marketing director, Felicia Canny, and we have a couple of special guests here in the studio with us. That would be Scott Boberg, who yeah. is the manager of programs at Toledo Museum of Art, and Catherine. Catherine, I didn't even get your last name. What's your last Gory. Catherine Gory, right? Yes. And you are an intern from Toledo School for the Arts, and you are with Toledo Symphony Folk for a week, and this is actually your inauguration into this internship. How's it going so far? It's a little bit nerve-wracking, but I got the hang of it, sort of. <laughs> this is how okay. we haze all of our interns. Exactly. It's the very first thing you have to do. Where to Go start? on the radio. A little Go. intern hazing. <laughs> Catherine, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I study at Toledo School for the Arts. I play the cello. I've been playing since seventh grade. Wow. I used to go to Rossford, but I wanted to play the cello because all they had was band there. So. Oh, no cellos at Rossford. No. no. Cellos at Rossford. no. That, that sounds like a sad novel, I, exactly. doesn't it? I feel like Nicholas Sparks would have written no cellos yeah. at Rossford. Uh, you know, it really it sounds to me more like an episode of The Twilight Zone. Right, oh. it has a little Rod Serling uh, flavor to it. I no can't believe you don't have Rossford. a you don't have a sound effect for the Twilight yeah. Zone. Well, I did, it, I, did, I did at one point, but you know, <laughs> I'll just give myself some applause there. Right. Well, Catherine, we're happy to have you along because I know that you were born in Toledo, right? Yes, that's correct. Okay, you are a native Toledoan. Today, we are talking about the 419 we're taking the tso to the 419 of course uh, we're just a few days out from april 19th which is traditionally the day we celebrate all things toledo so we're going to talk a little bit about that today but also we have a very good reason for talking about the 419 that is this uh, festival that's coming up in august which is just right around the corner this <laughs> is the brainchild of merwin sue who is here and scott boberg who has joined us this morning from the art museum and the two of you have been cooking up these little August festivals for some time now. Let's go back and just uh, mention a few of the recent things that you've done together collaborative-wise. And then we'll talk about your, your 419 festival. Who wants to take the lead? Well, I'll start. I think it's it had a very unusual genesis because I had just performed at a tuba and euphonium conference in Bloomington, Indiana, really? where all the great ideas are born. Wow. Uh, wow. Every great idea came from a tuba and euphonium oh. conference. Oh. Um, but no idea. It, it, <laughs> so <laughs> Perfect. Um, and we had, we were just playing a wonderful piece actually by David Baker in front of the composer. And I had made one mistake about five seconds away from the very end of the piece. And this was the last thing that I was playing on the season. And I was like, this can't be the way that my season <laughs> ends. And I was so incredibly frustrated that driving back from Bloomington, there was just four hours of what can I do? I've got to do something. I've got to do something crazy and ridiculous. And this is how we ended up doing all of the Shostakovich quartets in a single sitting. I, I, this was a few years ago, right? This what was, yes, of 2015. 15. Because, right. yes, a lot is, there's a lot of these that kind of play with numbers, but the idea of all of the 15 quartets of Shostakovich, 15 players on the, on the 15th of August in 2015. And we know. charged $15. We did charge $15. <laughs> nice, We nice. were concerned we would only have 15 people, but we <laughs> but we had a lot more than that. It was a, it was great. It was so much We fun. had 15 groups of 15, I think. Something oh, like that. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> 
It was well planned. Wow. Let me get out my slide rule so I can keep up here. <laughs> so you did the Shostakovich, and then the next year uh, you did um, Bach Around the Clock, yeah. which was a 24-hour Bach festival. Yeah. Uh, that was uh, – it was actually really great because at the same time, Jaume Plenza was doing an exhibition in the Toledo Museum of Art, and that's that was an amazing exhibition because it activated every building, every part of the museum campus. And so with Bach Around the Clock, I think that's something that we really – that we wanted to be very ambitious about that, not just doing so much great music, but to do it in so many different settings and yeah. so many places. And and I would also add that uh, Plenza is an artist who is very much inspired by music. So a lot of the sculptures, there was one sculpture that, that was outside a group of figures oh, yeah, were, huggers, were right? built around these trees. The and and they literally were covered with the names of composers, including right. Bach. So them. it made sense. But I'm going to tell this story about... Um, as many great ideas do, they, they on, happen. I got a little music for you. Let's get a little happy music here. Story okay. time. I'm really looking forward to it. Oh, this is yeah. perfect. This is exactly Let's the right kind of kind of tone. <laughs> we were at we were at lunch, Merwin and I and several <laughs> several others and right and, after a tuba conference. You know, and, and, and Merwin as so often happens with this, Merwin will throw out an idea and I'll and and I'll say, Why not? And yeah. and you said something like, Well, Bach had twenty four preludes. Why don't we make it 24 hours? Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> also, That's how that started. He, he almost had 24 children, too, from what we know. <laughs> yeah. and, and so I said, well, why not? Why not do it 24 hours? And so the next thing we knew, we were planning a 24-hour music festival. Yeah, but yes. how do you be at a 24-hour music festival, though? You have to do like a, a week-long I festival. Think, well, I think what we ended up doing, we celebrated the centenary of Lou Harrison's birth in 2017. Oh, right, yeah. And then we just f- recently finished a celebrate. Oh, my gosh, it's not recently. August of 2018 <laughs> was a long time ago. Uh, it seems like <laughs> yesterday. It just seems like yesterday. But yeah. uh, 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 we celebrated the siblings of F- Felix and Fanny Mendelssohn. And then this year is 419. <laughs> I didn't realize the wow. code had its own theme music. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It's amazing. Nice. Okay. Yeah, don't say those numbers again, because every time now, it's going <laughs> to pop up that fanfare. <laughs> so anyway, tell us about the festival. What's it called? 419 Festival. <laughs> oh, no. I fell for it. Okay, yeah. Stop me. Kick, kick so, me, Merwin. Four <laughs> concerts. Um, the... There will be a total of 19 local composers who are celebrated. And we're looking to, I'm trying to phrase this without using those numbers. We are, <laughs> we are, it's lo- kind of like, you know, the Scottish play, right? We exactly. don't say the name uh, of that. Good one. We are, so, good one. we are going to be celebrating Northwest this area Ohio, code, yeah. celebrating Northwest Ohio, <laughs> the, the diverse code. range of composers in a, with a slate of 19 composers who I think really kind of exemplify that. Why did you choose 19 composers? It's the last two digits of the area code, Brad. <laughs> 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 this game is called Try to Get Everyone to Say 411. Oh, I said it. Oh, so close. Almost said it. Yay! Okay. Goodness. So moving on. 19 composers mm-hmm. over what? Four days? We'll actually have four different concert experiences, uh, four but they'll be concerts. over three days. Yeah. And when is this oh. happening? This is happening in August, right? Yes. Okay. The weekend of August 10th 
Um, so it's around that time. I don't actually remember if August 10th is the Friday, the Saturday, or the Sunday, <laughs> but I know it's right around there. Uh, well, August 9th Save all is those Friday. dates. August 9th is yeah, the Friday. It starts the evening of August. The 10th, 10th is the Saturday. <laughs> Where are some of these composers coming from? I see a lot of familiar names on here. I see a lot of folks uh, associated with Bowling Green State University. Mm-hmm. I mean, one of the top composers that you want to go after here is Jennifer Higdon, who's mm-hmm. somebody that, you know, yeah. is performed constantly mm-hmm. all over the world. What what was your criteria in finding these folks? The criteria was basically, could this person have had this area code? We uh, we made a couple exceptions for a couple of people who died before the telephone was invented, <laughs> but but wow. but a sense of like this this person spent significant time here, studied here, had a residence here, mm-hmm. or you know something like that. And I think, and then. We really wanted to emphasize the diversity of this this area of of the four one nine. Too late, you missed it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry. Wow, we set up two of them here. This one's more dramatic. What is this the same it's, one? Wow, it's polytonal. Wow. Yeah, pretty good. Huh? I don't yeah. know Polly. Let's we'll see if we can perform that on the concert <laughs> when we get there. Because uh, a lot of these composers are living composers. Yes. You, know, you, you yes. mentioned some of them that died before the telephone, but yeah. looking at the list, it's mostly people who are still with yeah, us. Are, are you going to try and get any of them to come out and, and uh, hang during the festival? I think we'll shove a few of them in an Airbnb somewhere, yes. <laughs> <laughs> is that how that works? That is yeah. how it works, yeah. Uh, so what do you think, Catherine, so far? I'm going to take the temperature with you. You want to talk a little bit about... Uh, what you've experienced on Symphony Lab so far? Here, let me give you a little music. Bring that up. Well, there we go. It's a little bit of everything. <laughs> <laughs> but I've noticed that um, coming from a student point that I've experienced some of these events that you guys have said. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, that's wonderful. That's yeah. so great. So it's exciting to see the magic happen and see how it happens. How yeah. the sausage gets made, right? Yeah. That's just, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, it's a weird, that's a strange analogy, but yeah. <laughs> well, but it's just in case. Uh, is that, I think that's a joke, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Where's the sad trombone when we need it? Oops. Wrong one. There we go. <laughs> As you can tell, Catherine, I, I have not quite figured out the soundboard. I've been doing this for almost two years, but I haven't quite figured out the uh, soundboard. He's even won an award for it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a special award. Yes. Indeed. Well, let, let's take a break from that. We'll come back and talk sure. about uh, some of the concerts you have planned. But I want to talk about Toledo in particular. And maybe we can preface this just going around. Now, not everybody here is from Toledo, right? Catherine, we know you are. Felicia, what about you? Are you from this area originally? Uh, no, I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. Oh, well, then not too far afield. No, not too far. 440. Yeah. <laughs> Still 440. have a number. Yeah. Yes. You see, you can say 440. It's okay. <laughs> and Scott, you were you told me you were born in Hollywood. Were you raised That's true. on the really? West Coast? I, I was uh, born in Hollywood in a on Sunset Boulevard, in a hospital, <laughs> not the street itself, um, but grew up in the San Gabriel Valley. So, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, so, how has it been for you? How long have you been in, the, in Northwest Ohio? This is my, this month is my fifth year at the Toledo Museum wow. of Art. So This month was my 10th uh, year anniversary, as a matter of fact. Wow. I think you both deserve wow. rounds of virtual applause. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Here we go. That's pretty nice. good. Thank you. That's, that's the most applause I'm going to get this morning. 
so Scott, tell us a little bit about your your transition here. How did you get from the West Coast to uh, where I, we are now? Well, I've been sort of spiraling my way across the uh, United States. Uh, <laughs> my my first like museum jobs. Well, I've been I've been working museums for about thirty years, and this is this is the seventh. I I counted up the other day. I, this is my seventh museum that I've worked at. Wow. And, uh, and your favorite so far, right? Of course. Yeah. I, no, I would say that that being able to uh, work on music, especially here, has been really gratifying. And I think I've done more in five years here than I have just about anywhere else. So it's been been um, a great uh, opportunity to do a lot. I've been given a yeah. lot of uh, creative freedom and. Well, let's take just a moment and acknowledge that the museum has incredible concerts going on all the time, right? Mm-hmm. And, and Scott, many of those, most of those, if not all, are your brainchild. We've seen a lot of like really important contemporary musicians come in and perform as well. And, and the fact that they have that venue, I think, is a wonderful thing in our community. And, and obviously, you and Merwin are on the same vibe when it comes to that sort of thing. So we have these great collaborations. Yeah, Merwin, as we've stated many times on this program, <laughs> is, is from north of the border. I am Canadian, yes. Yeah. Where yeah. are you from originally in Canada? Edmonton, Alberta. Edmonton, Alberta. I, I, I thought you meant he was a Michigander. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's me. Yeah. I live in Michigan. And I, I went to Montreal to study, and then my my violin professor went to Indiana University. And so I felt I still had much to learn from him, and that's how I ended up in what I think of as this area. And then I did a year of um, postgraduate work at Miami University, so I could say I was Oxford educated. Oh, and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I say that I was assumed that everybody groans at this, but it's not actually a joke that people use all that often, huh? Yeah, um, and then, not. And then I had a ni- I had a 1984 Dodge Aries and a need to take orchestra editions, and. If anybody know doesn't know what a non- 1984 Dodge Aries is, it's either a toaster oven on wheels or we both have like it's before my time. Yeah, yeah Felicia and I have like, <laughs> have young kids. Uh, uh, it looks exactly what a young kid would draw a car. Nice. Wow. Nice. And so I took additions pretty much wherever I felt my Aries would could take you could take me without breaking down without breaking down and so i ended up in toledo and that says a lot about (laughs) the car and or toledo i just imagine you this is as far as the car got i did (laughs) there was a compass a compass Compass was involved this is a great story i should have had some music up for that but i absolutely love it here and it was i think i had also echo a lot of what scott said i've had the chance to do a lot. There feels like it. There feels like there's very few barriers for entry. It's like, hey, do you want to try something? Go ahead and do it. And yeah. I love that. Well, let's get into our. Uh, well, I almost called it the you know what quiz. Let's get into our, the the area code that shall not be named quiz. <laughs> yeah, you, you don't think is... the quiz deserves a fanfare? Okay, we'll say it. The four one nine quiz. Oh, it's the Voldemort quiz. Yeah. <laughs> This is a quiz about, I'm, I'm going to say it, I mean, I, okay. You because, have the because, soundboard. Okay. You can choose not to play the fan. <laughs> no, I can't. I, it's compelling me. It's calling to me. That's, that's yeah. Um, so this quiz is about Toledo, everything in this area code that we've been talking about, right? So some of the questions have uh, pertained to the area code itself. Okay, uh, here we go. Let me pull up a little music. This is, as we all know, Toledo has a few nicknames. Can you name some of the nicknames of the city of Toledo? You would know, Catherine. 
What what are the nicknames for the city of Toledo? What's one? Isn't it like the Glass City? The Glass City, that's a good one, yeah. There's also Frogtown. Frogtown Frog from Town his days, Council, yeah. you know, on the edge of the Black, Black Swamp. Swamp. Hmm. And some people call it T-Town too, right? Yeah. But uh, So we have those different nicknames. Um, I'm going to play a track called Happy Frog Music. See if this works. Okay. I think this is very good quiz music. Yeah. So we have Happy Frogs in our mind's ear. Okay, here's our first question. What does... <laughs> 419 mean in police code. See, I chose not to hit the button. What does 419 mean in police code? Is it A, a homicide? Is it B, a dead body? Or is it C, a missing person? Who wants to chime in? Uh, missing person. I'm going to... I'm going to... Second. Less, no? Less. <laughs> homicide? I'll oh. give you one more guess, Scott. <laughs> oh, no. Catherine guessed this one. Go for it. Isn't it... Wait. <laughs> <laughs> okay, dead body it is. Yay! Yay. Yeah, it's a dead body. It's good for dead body. Homicide is 420. A missing person is 418. Oh, so they're all like, oh, right wow. next to each other. Don't get your numbers mixed up. Okay. <laughs> Which of the following statements also pertain to the number 419? Is it A, it's a prime number? Is it B, it signifies the Nigerian advance fee scam? It's slang for that. Or is it also slang for LSD? Or is it all of the above or none of the above? I'm going to go all of the above. Yay! Yeah, all of the above. It is a prime number. And the Nigerian scam is called the 419 scam sometimes. 419 just oh, really? meaning fraud because it's the police code in Nigeria for fraud, right? Wow. LSD pertaining to Bicycle Day. Have you heard about this? April 19th is Bicycle Day. It's the day that LSD was more or less discovered, the chemist who invented it. That's the day, <laughs> evidently, you know, uh, he wrote it down or something documented the fact that that was the first time that he actually tried LSD, his invention. So that's what it speaks to. So all wow. of the above. Yeah. Good <laughs> I job, could not Ray. have studied for this quiz. <laughs> no. Okay. Which of these three songs actually mentions the city of Toledo in the lyrics? Is it Kenny Rogers' Lucille, Paul Simon's Papa Hobo, or Duke Ellington's Rock Skippin' at the Blue Note? A, B, or C? I don't know. I'm going to go with Kenny Rogers. Yay! Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You picked the, He's never picked steered me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I, we used to sing that, going back to high school again, we used to sing that song for some reason in high school. Pick the pine time to leave me loose wheel. No, that's a joke. <laughs> Hang on. And then one of the first jokes that I ever learned was, what did Kenny Rogers say when, you know, it, it, the tire fell off his truck? You picked the pine <laughs> time to leave me loose wheel. I totally messed that up. You I? really did. Yeah. Again, I, I would go an back award winning, Catherine, he's an award-winning <laughs> professional. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would I would go back. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's okay. I, I would go back and redo that, but I'm too lazy. Okay. <laughs> Question number four. Toledo was founded in, name the year, 1833, 1837, or 1845. Which year do you think Toledo was founded in? You, 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 you perked to attention, Scott. Yeah. I think Scott <laughs> because, knows it. Only because I thought it was... A tricky question. It is, um, a, it is a tricky question. All of the above. <laughs> uh, well, the top two for sure. 
The, the last one, 1845, was when the Miami and Erie Canal was, was uh, dug, which connects Toledo with Cincinnati. But 1833 is when it was founded in Michigan, as a part of Michigan. 1837, it was it made its way to Ohio and was refounded. You must be a frequent and listener a trick because question. you you immediately sensed this trick question radar. Yeah. That, that <laughs> of all the above. I smelled a trap. You smelled a trap, yeah. <laughs> See, Catherine, you're getting a great Toledo history lesson here, yeah. right? Yeah, it's like being in school learning history without even being in the classroom. <laughs> Exciting, huh? <laughs> yeah. This is the classroom of the air. Yes. It's an educational, <laughs> educational uh, podcast yeah. uh, radio show here. Okay, so a little bit of the background, of course, was that Toledo began in, in Michigan. It was an important connective area of the country. Michigan claimed it. Michigan was not a state yet. Ohio was a state, and then Ohio claimed a part of it, what was called the the Toledo Strip, I think they called it. And, and so there was a lot of going back and forth. Uh, Andrew Jackson, the president at the time, uh, eventually settled on giving it to Ohio because Ohio actually had electoral votes at the time and Michigan was not yet a state. So that's where that favor fell. And there actually was a war fought over the city of Toledo, the Toledo War. I think a cow was killed <laughs> in, in the ensuing battle. This, this actually speaks to my next question, which is how many people died fighting in the Toledo War, which lasted from 1835 to 36. <laughs> I'll give you three choices. Is it zero? Is it one? Or was it over 50? I'm going to go with zero. I'm going to go with over one. 50. <laughs> no, Scott Wait. gets it. Scott <laughs> gets it. Yeah, okay. It was the cows <laughs> or people too? It was the cow. No, no people were killed. One person was injured by a penknife. Oh. oh. Yeah, but nobody was killed. So it was a, a near bloodless uh, war. Good to know. Yeah, that right? is good to know. That our history is mostly bloodless. Well, it's great that there was no 419. Oh, no. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. That was a great segue. I loved it. I think that speaks for itself. All right. Next question. What cities combined to make up the city of Toledo? Toledo originally was two different cities, and they came together to make Toledo. Was it Glendale and Heather Downs? Was it Port Lawrence and Vistula? Or was it Westgate and Collingwood? Oh, that's a really good question. I think yeah. it's the Vistula combo. Yeah. That, 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 wow. that feels most historic. Hey, Scott. <laughs> Scott, you're on a roll. <laughs> he is. He's, he's got it. Port Lawrence and Vistula came together to form the city of Toledo. You know, I've done some research, and I guess maybe there were some Spanish people living here. I don't know, because you can't find exactly why they chose the name Toledo for the city. But that's what they chose. It wasn't the town of Toe and the town of Lido? No, no, no. It's not like, uh, you know, Budapest or something like yes, that. Yes. Well, we have uh, just a little bit of time left. You want to wrap it up and uh, talk a little bit more about the uh, 419 Festival? For oh, hang on. There we go. Oh, that I mean, scared us. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's well, it's set on autopilot now. So, <laughs> despite the fear, I'm going to jump in. Um, <laughs> you know what is great about working with Merwin is that he has these um, kind of concepts and, and ideas. And I think in the um, the four concerts that we're looking at, one Friday, two on Saturday, and then Sunday, there's some really interesting themes that have emerged um, from 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 his brain. Uh, regarding Toledo. So I think you should talk about that. I feel like I'm being set up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think one of the things we wanted to do in terms of 
kind of how to program the concerts was to kind of look at maybe some different lenses that people view Toledo through. And so the very first concerts will be about the glass city. And that's something that really kind of celebrates Toledo's legacies of tradition and innovation in glass. We're going to be doing this within the glass salon. And I think it really lends itself to kind of exploring um, installation-based um, work. So there's going to be a lot of electronic and electroacoustic um, performances there. Um, then we'll have a couple of different um, experiences on Saturday. One will be Black Swamp, which we mentioned a little bit earlier. Mm -hmm. um, these will generally be um, pieces inspired by kind of this area's natural beauty and also some of the challenges that um, that this area is kind of undergoing. So there's pieces called Grime and Dirty Water. There's pieces like about wandering through oak openings, um, you know, but there's definitely, you know, kind of an ex exploration of kind of how Toledo sits within the natural world. Um, the evening concert will be Saturday night in Toledo, Ohio. Yeah. We get to explore nice. um, the idea of <laughs> a, a little bit the identity crisis that Toledo really um, explores. And I think we're going to combine the idea of an actual wonderful celebration of a Saturday night, but also the idea of identity. And I think that, you know, Toledo has definitely been wrestling yeah. with this identity. And I think that so this is kind of the answer to the John Denver uh, song. Yes, absolutely. Right? Yeah. Um, and then on Sunday, um, we're going to explore maybe, you know, the, the great phrase, Holy Toledo. Um, it, it allows us a chance to really get acquainted with some of the great sacred pieces in the Toledo Museum of Arts yeah. collection and explore some of the, you know, the, the religious music settings that That's this great. area is famous for. Well, watch this space as we approach. We'll mention it again, I'm sure. And uh, you can always find more information at the, well, the museum website, right, Scott? That's right. Which is? www.toledomuseum.org. Perfect. Um, the only thing that I want to mention before we go is uh, there's a name missing from your list. I, I don't see myself listed on here anywhere. So I, I want to make a, um, I, I want to make a, uh, um, a little uh, proposal here. Uh, I'm going to play a piece of music of mine and then see if we can find a, a concert to fit it into. Oh, is this we, the tuba to, concerto? We, my tuba concerto. We have to set the, the Wayback Machine here. This is uh, the great cello, uh, great tubist. See, great cellist Catherine here with us. This is the great tube player. <laughs> this is the great tubist. How am I doing so far, Catherine? Great. Just keep Great. going. Great. Yeah? Maybe the third year will be a charm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Okay. In a perfect world, we go back and start over with, this is the great tubist, David Saltzman, performing my tuba concerto, which had its premiere on this program, actually, several months ago. Uh, let's listen. <laughs> Okay, what, what do you think, Scott? Genius or no? He's speechless. It, it, it's got it's it's gotten it's got a certain flair. <laughs> I don't like that. Oh, Mozart agrees with like you. Like the Happy Frogs music. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, you think about what concert you can fit that into, and uh, you know you, you'll you be know waiting to, for the phone call. You know where right? to find me, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, anybody want to offer up a final word as we bring it to a close? I think we're really excited to shine the spotlight on Toledo artists. I think we've um, really uh, explored kind of a single composer and 
our previous collaborations together and I, we're really excited to shine the spotlight on this area code and just the amazing diversity of talent here and i also want to acknowledge just the incredible amount of help that we're getting from adjective new music they um jamie and andrew have very very fond memories of their time in the 419 and so they're kind of paying it forward with a lot of help here yeah that, that's a, like a composer collective exactly yeah, yeah. That's yeah. great. And I just add, it's never been so much fun to say 419. <laughs> you did that on purpose. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> this program is a production of WGTE Public Media in collaboration with our sponsor, the Toledo Symphony. You can download episodes of this program as a podcast by going to our website at wgte.org slash lab. You can also subscribe to us through your podcast app of choice, including Apple and Google Podcasts. My thanks to Merwin Sue, Felicia Canny, Scott Boberg, and our TSA intern, Catherine Gorey. I'm Brad Cresswell, and this has been Toledo Symphony Lab from FM 91.